Hey guys, my name's Dan Finity. I don't know what this is. I don't know how long I'll do it for, but I do know two things. It's called and you smell nice. Welcome to Beardo, episode 25. I'm your host, Dan Finity. It's been a minute. Around four months, to be exact. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to be better about uh, making time for the projects that I love. And, uh... I really, really enjoyed Beardo. I really enjoy Beardo. I really enjoy... I, I enjoyed its previous um, iteration when it was Side Quest Sunday. And I like getting to know people and I like getting to interview folks about their lives and about their work. And, um, yeah. That's just something that's that's pretty special to me. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make more of an effort to... Uh, to do do that in the future. So I said this year that I'd have no resolutions and I think I'm already failing that by <laughs> by saying that I'm going to be making more episodes of Beardo this year. Um so there's that. Um back in September uh shortly before the bad laugh episode with Briar Rabbit aired uh, I was able to uh, celebrate five years of streaming on Twitch, which is a huge milestone for me. Um, I didn't know I'd be still streaming on Twitch. I didn't. I didn't know that I'd be making money off of playing video games uh, in front of people. Um, back when I started five years ago, um, and I'm I'm grateful to the community that shows up not only here, but on Twitch and, and YouTube and everywhere else for doing that. Um, it was also five years of me celebrating. Uh, like, I quit smoking five years ago. Like, the day that I hit the button, that I hit the start button, I quit smoking. Um, and I'm sure I was a real dick during that first month. But... Uh, we all got to start somewhere. And it was my third attempt to quit smoking. Um, it was the only one that I did cold turkey. <laughs> I don't know if that's why it's stuck or whatever, but here we are. Um, I turned 35 in September. I know I'm just listing off all the things that have happened. <laughs> Um, turning 35 in, in September. Um, I, man, uh, October. So I, Jenny and I went and saw a band called Idols out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, or in Columbus, Ohio. They're out of, they're from England, but, uh, we saw them in Columbus, Ohio. It was like our first concert that we went to together. With over the past summer, 
we had gone on a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee and felt comfortable with each other and felt comfortable going to a location to hang out and to adventure. But we never like I COVID's kind of messed me up a little bit. I think it's messed us all up <laughs> just a hair. But um it kind of it scrambled a lot of emotions in me and had you told me in 2019 there was going to be a history altering <laughs> pandemic i don't know if i would have believed you and then 2020 happened and i was like i'm not going to leave my house and i'm just going to walk around and listen listen to uh ajj's good luck everybody and cry <laughs> for hours on end um yeah. I really thought the world was ending there for a bit. I don't know. But this year, like, saw us going out and being able to enjoy, enjoy ourselves a little bit. Um, we went and saw Idols in Columbus. That was that was fun. That was an adventure. Um, it taught me a couple of different things. Um, that... Uh, Joe Talbot, the the lead singer, his voice was going out the entire time. And they still put on a fucking banger of a show, man. Um, he just powered through that shit. And if I, when I, <laughs> when I was in bands, if I had the faintest cold or if my voice was going, you'd know it. I would show it on my face. I don't have a very good poker face when it comes to how I'm feeling. And they powered through. And it's like, it's something that like was inspiring to see. Um, especially like in these COVID days. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's a lesson in perseverance that I wasn't expecting, but one that um, I think I'll carry with me for a while. Just seeing seeing him tough through it. The dude has a gruff voice. Think of like... Uh, well, I was going to say Tom Waits if he had like Cockney rhyming slang, but that's not that's not true at all. It's a lot more gruff than that. It's like Nick Cave if he also uh, was shouting into a cinder block for 18 hours uh, straight before he went on show, on, onto the uh, stage. It's, uh, it's, something to, it's something to behold. You should check out their new album. It's called Crawler. Shout out to idols out there. That was a free one for you. Um, but yeah, it was it was a growing experience too because it was the first time that Ginny and I had gone to a show since all this began, right? And I miss going to concerts. I really, really do. I miss seeing my friends. Um, not so much my family. <laughs> but I mean, everybody's everybody's family is different. Um, but yeah, we went to that show and came back and it was, it was fun. Uh, the library that I work at, it's, it's been kind of spotty with, um, people coming and going, like either finding new job opportunities or, you know, catching COVID and having to recover from it. And so we're short staffed constantly. And that's kind of a reason why I haven't been as focused on making episodes of Beardo, but um, we seem to be getting back to full steam now and I'm excited about that. So, so I can focus on this here. November 
came around, and on the 6th, I got to propose to um, Jenny, who uh, this year will be our 10th year together. Um, I don't know why I didn't pop the question sooner. I always thought that it had to be this, like, I, I've built it up in my head uh, to be this, like, kind of perfect moment. Because when I get engaged, I want that to be the last time that I'm engaged. Because, I don't know, uh, Jenny is my best friend and a once-in-a-lifetime girl. And I wanted it to be perfect because I hope that this is the last time she ever gets engaged too. And so on November 6th, which was, I think, I'm, I'm going to call it the last perfect day. Um, did I say November 6th? I, th- I think I said November 6th. On the last perfect day of 2021, Jenny and I went to uh, Turkey Run. Uh, and... <laughs> which is a park on the on the western side of the state of Indiana. It has uh, ca- like it has caves, it has like it has windy trails, it has ladders. It has ladders, guys. Not like flimsy ladders, but like huge fucking ladders. Um and it's just an immense park and it's it's so biodiverse and like beautiful well, biodiverse for Indiana, but it's a beautiful spot. And if you're ever in Indiana, I highly suggest you avoid anything else in it except for Turkey Run. <laughs> I mean, you can come to Indianapolis and see me, or like go up to Fort Wayne and see Mega. Um, but I highly suggest <laughs> just skipping that and just going straight to Turkey Run and walking around for a little bit. Um, Turkey Run and the state parks in Indiana have been an important part of um, my life since about 2018. When I was a kid, we didn't really go to state parks all that much because we grew up on a farm. We were always out in the woods on the 40 acres that my family owned, and uh, we could barely keep our yap shut long enough to see a deer walking past, uh, much to my dad's chagrin. So I wasn't really a nature boy until um Jenny got a park pass in 2018 when I got fired for the, from the library uh for constantly being late <laughs> and I was depressed there for about 3 months and we would go walking every day of those 3 months we'd go up to Fort Bend it's a park in Indiana in, in Indianapolis and um Brown County and then we started like exploring out to like the other ones that we had never really like tried in the past. And uh Turkey Run was one. Um and we went to McCormick's Creek. McCormick's Creek might be my favorite, my second favorite park in all of Indiana Indiana. Um but like it was a very special thing and like there's this place at Turkey Run that is that has like it's got this like feeling of power feeling of promise and this uh feeling of destiny uh it's called the punch bowl and it's um this it's not really a cave cuz it's op- well i mean i guess it's it's con- it could be considered a cave but it's open at the top so you can see up at the uh, the trees and everything and 
you have to kind of walk across this uh not creek but this little brabbling brabbling brook to get up to the opening of it and there's a there's a small waterfall that fills in and yes it's shaped like a punch bowl so i knew i wanted to get engaged there um in october had um some circumstances arise where i was able to get jenny i think the perfect ring um for her sensibilities um when <laughs> when we talked about engagement in the past she had always said that she didn't want it to be in a place with a lot of people um she didn't want like a huge rock of a ring and um what was the other one oh that i couldn't do it on stage when i was in bands and stuff and i was like i'd never do that cuz that's i've seen that go <laughs> i've seen that go bad <laughs> several times um but november 6th all these things have kind of come together i've already told i've, I've I had permission from her father from back in May. I showed her mom a picture of the ring on her birthday the week before. And um, the ring actually came in early, like three, three, four weeks early, uh, earlier than I expected. So November 6th comes around and I told her, I told Jenny that like, you know, I, I kind of want to go to Turkey Run just to like do one last like good walk of the year um, when the weather was kind of still nice. She was like, okay, let's do it in October. And I said, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, let's wait. Got the ring. Said time for us to go. And uh, I, I told her parents, I was like, hey, if you heard that we're going to go to Turkey Run, um, this is why. And um, so we get there. I wanted to get there super early. It didn't pan out. <laughs> we ended up uh, sleeping in a little bit. Uh, there's this bakery slash cafe that's down the street that's opened in the past four months too. Uh, if you if you watch me on stream and been like, hey Dan, are you gaining weight? Yes, and it's because of that place, um, and my lack of self control. But uh, <laughs> we ended up going there first thing in the morning. I had stuck the uh, ring in the box in the car. Uh, overnight it's a it's a beautiful ring it's it's a it's a um, gold band a plain gold band but on it it has inset uh, seven small diamonds um the cut i think was called the pleiades or something um after like the stars and uh it fits it fit her like i wanted it wasn't a big ring it's flashy and elegant while at the same time being a little understated, which is Ginny, I think that uh, kind of is Ginny's MO. <laughs> um, she's a very special person. And um, so I knew I wanted to go to the punch bowl. So we, we drive all the way out there. It's a little late. The park, has been open for like an hour. We get there and we we get out and we we get our gear together and we start we start out I said, "Hey, we need to go to the punch bowl first." So that's where we started heading. Uh behind us, we there's a suspension bridge from the parking lot area to 
the Turkey Run Park itself. And we were about halfway down the bridge when we heard like the clamoring and the boisterous noise of a bunch of 14-year-old boys <laughs> who all um, decided to jump on the bridge. <laughs> and if you've been on a suspension bridge, uh, you know how well that went for about the middle. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. We made it, we made it across safely. But uh, I wanted to keep uh, 10 steps ahead, at least, of them. And so we're walking through and there's these huge, um, these huge rock rock walls on either side. And it's it's a really beautiful place. I'll have to see if I can post pictures or something or to companion this. But um, we were trying to make our way to the punch bowl. And each time, like every time we turned a corner, I felt like I heard the kids behind us, like closer and closer. And, I was rushing Jenny along. She was trying to take pictures and everything. She's like, oh, check this out. And I was like, but we got to get to the place. Because it fulfilled, it was like, it's not in public. If if we, if I don't uh, get down on my knee in front of uh, you and several 14-year-old boys. Um, so we, <laughs> I was kind of hurrying her along and she was wondering why she, she thought something was weird. Um, and we get to we get to the punch bowl. There was a couple that had been there that was that was leaving as we were coming in, and the fourteen year old boys it seemed uh, had been corralled by their uh, uh, dads. And uh, I knew we weren't going to have a lot of time, and so like we get there, and she's like she's like her eyes are like just glowing, looking at the the waterfall that's coming into the into the. Uh, punch bowl and looking back at me like just very excited about the day and I just immediately like I hugged her and I kissed her and I said hey uh, uh, Jenny <laughs> um, I have a question for you and she goes what and I got down on my knee and and started opening the box and my recollection is that she started saying yes before the box was even open uh, she will tell you a different story. Don't listen to her. She's a liar. <laughs> um, but we both kind of sat there and, and soaked in the moment for a while and, and cried and laughed. And by the time we got engaged, I had shown everybody around her the ring. I had shown her friends. I had shown her mom. I had shown her dad. I had shown uh, Twitch chat. Uh, another reason why you should hang out in Twitch chat, uh, <laughs> so you can you can get uh, firsthand looks at uh, rings that I that I get Jenny, um, and just kind of soaked it in, and just had a great rest of the day. Like it was, it's kind of fucking perfect. Um, Later on that month, we had Thanksgiving and everything. My family has been seeing each other and spitting in each other's mouths uh, for for months, like since the beginning of the pandemic. And I didn't get to I didn't get to spend Thanksgiving with them. Um, but um, this year has shown me getting has shown me a few things. Um, Jenny's parents are really fucking awesome and really dope, and and I love them. And I'm glad that I get to call them family soon. Um, 
but I've, it's also shown me the kindness of strangers and the way that a community can kind of fill in um, as family. I, I think that that has like pros and cons to it. But um, the people that I've met just through the Destiny community, through gaming, um, have really changed my life and like the direction it was going and have shown love and compassion and empathy um, in ways that I think are exemplary and in ways that I wish uh, my family could truly see and understand. Um, my family is of a certain uh, religious ideological persuasion and um, it's start it's kind of startling seeing the difference between what actual empathy and actually caring for for somebody that doesn't look like you or um, isn't on your own socioeconomic strata um, seeing how strangers on the internet can do that and then the swift contrast between my family <laughs> and who who are supposed to you know love the weak and feed the feed the hungry and give to the poor so it's uh it's been an interesting year with the family uh i got to see at the tail end of november jenny and i went and saw uh, me without you one of my favorite bands um even though i like only one of their albums <laughs> uh well maybe two i like two of their albums um they were uh back at the beginning of the pandemic they were supposed to do a 15th anniversary tour of their album brother sister which is the album that i love front to back it's like it's just a it's nearly a perfect album front to back and uh they were going to go tour on this and then they were going to dissolve as a band they were going to do a farewell tour and dissolve as a band and i was like well i need to see brother sister live at least i'd never seen them live before uh they'd come through indy a couple of times but not really any time that i was able to go so um we went and we met up with my friend Andy. The venue was, uh, this is the second time we went to a show this year, and the venue was way more packed than, <laughs> than, than maybe it safely should have in these times. And um, it, was, it, it was a really beautiful experience. We, we stayed by the door most of the time. We would fight our way to the bar to grab beers occasionally and then come back by the door uh, so we would have a quick escape if we needed it. And <laughs> But they were, they were truly amazing. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I got to see them before they decided to call it quits. Um, early December, got to go see um, my friends uh, Sam and Sean Bartley. If uh, if you want to learn more about them, you can check out the first double wide that we did for Beardo. Um, what episode was that? I'm looking at it now. Look at was it? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Episode nine is the double wide 
Um, I've known Sean for years. I've known Sam for years. Back when I was, I think we met during Destiny Tracker days. And I think Sean had posted something online on Twitter that I didn't necessarily agree with. And at that time, uh, I wasn't grown up enough to realize that something said on the internet maybe doesn't reflect the whole human being. And so I, I got a little zesty about it. And I was like, ah, this is disrespectful. And I, I, I think I said something to him. Maybe blocked him, even. And, like, then he joined the Destiny Tracker team, and I got to know him a little bit better, and I think I sent an apology. I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I, I had the totally wrong view of who you were as a person. And he's like, what? What are you even talking about? <laughs> but um, since then, we've become, like, collaborators and like friend really good friends and just I, I i any any time i see the bartleys doing good things like i root for them and so when sean um when sean's been able to like do intro work for like podcasts like this or or um what he did my theme for my twitch rebrand last year like i'm just truly blown away by his talent and then Sam, I've known Sam forever, man. Well, as long as, as Sean. <laughs> it feels like forever. It feels like, like, that's the thing, is that, like, I have friends that I've been friends with for, like, 10, 15 years that I don't know why I don't feel as close to to them as to folks that I've met on the internet. It's, it's strange. It's like just, maybe it's a... A thought proximity? I don't know. But Sam's always been a good egg, and um, she's always kind of been an example and somebody that I've looked to as um, when you're surrounded by good people, good things happen. And she recently uh, got a job at Bungie um, and was they were going to leave the Midwest um, to move out to uh, Seattle. And I was like, uh, we need to go. We need to at least visit you <laughs> before you go. So Jenny and I, uh, over a weekend, went up, drove the five hours and hung out with them for just like a day and a half. Just shooting the shit. Having fun. Really cool, deep conversations. About just about anything. They turned me on to um, Rhett and Link uh, from Good Mythical Morning and Ear Biscuits. And um, I didn't ever think that I'd be like listening to them because I didn't know I'd have an in. But they made it sound interesting. So thanks for the thanks for the wreck, guys. Um, and like we came back from that trip. Christmas came around, still still not seeing my parents. But after that, we I I've been talking a long time about doing a um
doing a charity campaign for Second Helpings, uh, which is if if you're part of the Twitch channel, you know that all of the ad revenue for the channel goes to Second Helpings. Um, we donated, I think it was like $129 during uh, Giving Tuesday this year, which means that it was doubled, um, which is super neat. And um, but I've been I've, I've wanted to do a charity campaign for Second Helpings for a long time. And like you guys as a community have been so giving of your time and efforts and and energy when it comes to my channel over the past five years. But I didn't know if I had the capacity or the confidence to run a charity campaign on my own. I've always hop hopped into like other charity events. Like um, we raised nearly $10,000 for the Trevor project uh, through Activision's charity efforts last year. And um, Activision, Jess, the streamer, not Activision, the corporation, just to be, just to be clear. Um, and then we've raised money through uh get well gamers or not get well it, is it get well gamers uk yes it was get well gamers uk through uh last rights and polar bear put that together um we raised about five thousand dollars for that um and every previous one that we've run whether it was like for guardians mental health um or or for blm like We've raised a lot of money as a community, but I wasn't so confident that I could run one uh, on my own. And honestly, it's kind of scared me. Um, it's always been a thought to raise $5,000 for Second Helpings. That is enough to uh, fund one of their culinary classes. They do 12 of those a year. And it trains uh, folks how to work in a professional kitchen, even if they don't have any experience, if they're employed, unemployed, un under, um, experienced. Um, it just, it, they do a lot. Second helpings does a lot of good in my community by like giving out meals and teaching people how to cook and rescuing food, uh, from grocery stores. And I always thought that it would be a, a cool thing to do. Um, back when I was in bands, I would participate in tonic, tonic ball, which, uh, You'd play for 15 minutes, but all of the money went to Second Helpings. And I, I just thought it'd be nice to carry that over into the streaming sphere, too. But I wasn't sure I could do it on my own. And I was going to do it back in October and then in November. And then December's rolling around and I still haven't done it. And I was getting down on myself. And so I like... Mod Sherpa, Jaden, um, for as much shit I give him, he's a, he's a pretty good friend. <laughs> but he's like, when are you going to do this? <laughs> and so I was like, fuck it. Okay, well, we'll put together we'll put together the dates. And about two weeks out, I said, hey, we're going to do this thing. This is how much we're raising. These are the incentives. Um, I'm going to eat a habanero on stream. There's going to be a shirt giveaway. There's going to be, uh, we're going to clear my vault if we hit the mark. And... 
on the 28th of December, you guys fucking annihilated it. Uh, we hit $5,620 for second helpings, which is enough for one of their culinary classes. Not only that, but Bank of America then doubled that amount. Um, so, I, I can't do the math right now, but it's twice $5,620. Uh, uh, it was 11000 240 bucks or something like that so that's like impeccable and you guys killed it um then i i i got in a call with them because they were like this is great who are you <laughs> and i had to explain yes i'm a twitch streamer yes i'm a, the tiltify uh we're going to be working more closely together uh for this year's event uh i'm already kind of planning out what we're going to do but um we were able to sponsor the culinary class, which the graduation will be sometime in the spring. So I'll be going to that graduation and live streaming it into the Discord so that you guys can see um, the folks. You guys can see directly where that money went. Um, I've also got some ideas like COVID permitting uh, to get a group of Indiana folks together and go volunteer there one day. Uh, before doing the uh, the event, which will probably be earlier in December. Maybe. I don't know. It kind of worked out, it being after Christmas, like December 28th. I don't know why that was, but here we are, and it was successful. So thinking about bringing other streamers into it too. So if you're interested in that, if you're a Hoosier and you're a streamer and you're interested in running it, or if you're not, it doesn't need to be a strictly Indiana thing, but um it's uh it was a beautiful thing and you guys did a lot of work and it's it's definitely sh one of those <laughs> it's another lesson it's one of those things where i should not underestimate the people that are around me that want to help um further the goals of not only the channel but of like our impact that we can make on the world. And, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really astounded by you guys. If you, if you hear like a faint quiver in my back of my throat, uh, that's because there is one because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting down and processing all of this now. Um, yeah. I don't know. You guys are impeccable. And since then, the numbers have been crazy on the Twitch channel. If uh, if you aren't, if you're listening to this and you're not uh, following over on Twitch, uh, it's greatly appreciated if you if you do decide to come over there because we're um, we're getting into partner push numbers, and I don't necessarily want to call it a push because I've seen people push for Twitch partner and they get it or they don't get it. And, um, in both cases, it seem it feels heartbreaking if it's whether it's achieved or not. Um, the cases that I've seen where people have gotten partner after like a huge push is that like they push, they have the numbers, and then they go back down to where they were previous. And I, I feel confident enough in the community that we're building that 
that wouldn't happen because I feel like we're growing a helpful and kind community that is trying to do good things within the greater community of like destiny and of gaming. But there's that, there's that nagging like little thing in the back of my head, you know, that little insecurity. Um, and like pushing for it, having the numbers, then getting there and then having Twitch decide, no, you don't deserve our corporate check mark. <laughs> also feels like, like it would be gut wrenching too. I know my friend Pidge is currently pushing. He's he's got his third application in uh, after hitting the numbers last year. He he kind of had a rough go of it because he'd hit the numbers and then apply and not get it. Hit the numbers with huge pushes, apply and then not get it, and it would just kind of like rattle his his you know psyche for a minute there. And I I feel he's back on track. This time around, he's got his third application and and he's got a good mindset behind it. So I'm trying to like keep my mind in the mindset of we are going to achieve this. We are going to continue building as a community. We are going to continue to do well in the world uh, around us. We're going to continue to to push that influence. And I don't... It's one of those things where like keep telling myself that enough times I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> uh, and like I said, I, I should never underestimate the community around me to just blow expectations out of the water. So yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Um, if you're listening from PD, and you're like, hey, where's all the content been from the Planet Destiny podcast team? It's, it's coming. We're, it's, it's around the corner. Which queen is around the corner? We're going to start picking up there. We ended around 300. It seemed like a good fall-off place. Um, right before the holidays, give us a little bit of a breather uh, so we didn't have to talk about trials again for like the 18 millionth time. <laughs> Which is the nature of that job and not, not be smirching it or anything. But, you know, you have your perennial faves that... uh occasionally occasionally are well tread so we have a new content strategy for the podcast we're going to be doing it uh bi-monthly so every other week there will be a planet destiny episode uh in the feed we're kind of changing some other things up about the the content side of pd2 so just bear with us as the uh construction continues but it's an exciting time and um, i'm excited that i get to continue making stuff with that team. Um, if you made it this far, uh, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing me ramble for nearly 40 minutes or more. It's been, uh, it's been too long and I need to not been so long away from this because i actually really enjoy making stuff in this in this form um if you have any suggestions for guests hit me up on twitter uh that's at danfinity where the eyes are l's um check out my instagram and tiktok stuff uh also under danfinity where the eyes are l's and if you're on twitch come hang out we do pve things there (laughs) Helping out with raids and dungeons and all sorts of stuff. Especially that new Grasp of Avarice. I really like that thing. 
So, with that being said, I hope this finds you well. I hope you're safe. And uh, I hope you find what you're grinding for. <laughs>